Hello and welcome back. This is once again the deputy of MovieDeputy.com talking about the upcoming movies that are opening this week, whether it be on digital, on demand, or in the theaters. We are actually going to be talking about 20 different movies that are opening this week. And it's going to cover just about everything that any audience could be interested in. Let's go ahead and get started with the movies that are opening on October 27th. That is Wednesday the 27th. They are both Netflix movies. One is called Hypnotic. It's about a young woman who is seeking therapy for some issues. The hypnosis that she is undergoing starts getting a little bit intense. It's starting to make her question her own sanity because the doctor is just planting some ideas in her head. The whole idea of the story is that if you plant the right idea in a mind, it will blossom with the right stimuli. And he's planted just enough of a seed of what his intentions are in her mind that it just makes her question everything. It's really kind of a psychotic thriller that is not going to be for everyone, but it just seems like it's more than a bit intense, especially for anyone dealing with mental health issues. The other movie that's also opening on the 27th is called The Passing. It's based on a 1929 novel that has the same name. It's also called Passing by author Nella Larson. One of the big things in this story, it's easy for a Negro to pass for a white person, but much more difficult for a white person to pass as a Negro, because not everything is in black and white. You may be wondering why I'm even mentioning race in this, because that's kind of the whole point of the story. The one person is living as the opposite race in society, and it's just how that plays out. Eventually, that person gets caught by somebody that they knew from many years ago before they were pretending to be somebody else. It just kind of goes into some stuff of how that unravels. Again, maybe not for all audiences. It definitely looks like something that would be an emotional movie or a very intense drama. Some of the biggest movies that are coming out this Friday on October 29th are Antlers and Last Night in Soho, but those aren't the only ones coming out this weekend. Antlers is based on a story. The whole thing with storytelling is that it tells the history for generations. And some of the stories are joyful and some are tragic and some are just kind of creepy. This is kind of more on the creepy level. This young boy has a secret and he's holding a key to a very disturbing story that his town has dealt with for generations. Everybody had thought it was just a myth for many years. The things that this boy knows help bring this story to light. And when people realize that it's not just a myth anymore, that this is actually going on and that this little boy is the key to it, it really goes down a really dark path. It's really intense. And the real question that's being asked is how to survive. Keep telling yourself it's just a story. The next movie that we're going to be talking about is A Mouthful of Air. The title doesn't really give anything away. It's about a character named Pinky Tinkerbank that saves the stars. It's based on an acclaimed novel by Amy Koppelman. As this story is told, the main character, Pinky Tinkerbank, is all about discovering the stars and saving them. Little by little, the light starts disappearing from her life. As she begins a fight about her depression and... The only way that she can find her way back to happiness is to start finding the stars again, but it's really hard to do when you're caught in the dark like that. A mouthful of air is just somebody who celebrates the light and the light representing her happiness. And then as she starts to sink into depression, the light starts to disappear. It's all about how she learns to try to find the light again and finds her way back to herself. A very important story on how someone can go from the light to the dark and then finding their way back to the light again. 
The next one that we're going to be talking about is Last Night in Soho. An aspiring fashionista moves to London to start a new life. And she dreams of a time way before her own. And she finds herself connecting with someone from that time in a really unnatural way. It's just kind of almost Twilight Zone-ish. But the closer she gets to her dreams, the further she gets from the life that she thought she wanted to live. That's when all of the chaos begins. She becomes something much bigger than herself in order to help find the way to make this situation better, she has to try to find a way for people to believe her to expose what's really happening. And because of the situation and what she finds herself caught in, it almost feels like Alice through the looking glass a little bit, but it really gets dark and it's kind of intense. I don't know, it's just something different. So even though it's maybe not the most original story, hopefully it'll go in a direction that it will just redeem itself. The next movie we're going to be talking about is an animated movie. It's anime. My Hero Academia World's Heroes Mission Movie. In this story, the quirks that everyone has but not everyone wants. My Hero Academia World, people have quirks. They're basically forced upon all of mankind. They're special gifts that are either good or bad. The way that we could really relate that is maybe to superheroes or supervillains for somebody who doesn't understand the My Hero Academia universe. Some are a blessing and some are a curse. Someone has been setting bombs around the world to try to right something that they think is wrong. And it's seen as a way to cure mankind, but it's going to be just the opposite if that actually happens. It's going to be up to the heroes involved. They have to stop the bombs before it's too late or society will be forever altered. The next movie that we're going to be talking about is called 13 Minutes. If you were a fan of Twister or other type of tornado movies, there have been so many that have come out, but Twister is the one that kind of resonates with most people. 13 Minutes is going to be very similar to that. Throughout the United States, more than 1,200 tornadoes hit every year. In this story, a supercell descends onto a small town causing a lot of panic. The tornado warning only gives you a matter of minutes to get to safety before it hits. And this is those 13 minutes and kind of how they play out. Kind of a fun little factoid thing that somebody might want to look up if they're a fan of these movies is called the Fujita Scale. It's how tornadoes are ranked on a scale of F1 to F5 and kind of everything in between on there. F5s are extraordinarily rare, but they do happen and they're devastating. F1 tornadoes can still have an impact in the community. It's just they have a much less impact. But for anybody who is a fan of tornado movies, like I said, that's definitely one that you'll want to check out. Our next story is The Spine of Night. It's an animated movie, and I say that with a little bit of a hesitation in my voice, because though it is animated, it's more of a psychedelic fantasy that really exposes your darkest fears, or maybe your fantasies, depending on kind of which direction your mind goes on that. It is coming to theaters, digital, and on demand on the same day. In stories like this, there are secrets that man keeps to ensure their own survival. These secrets, sometimes they protect us, and sometimes they don't. What plays out if people learn our secrets and what the ramifications of that could possibly be. As you can tell, this really kind of gets into a dark, foreboding type of feel to it. This one, because of the way it's presented and the way it's done, artistically, this one will definitely wow some audiences. It's going to be loved and hated, and this is going to be one of those ones that really initiates really strong feelings one way or the other. The next movie we're going to be talking about is Broken Darkness. Broken Darkness is going to feel a little bit too real-worldish. 
for what's going on now. Only in a completely different way. In broken darkness, a virus spreads around the world that is just devastating, and society is basically driven underground as a means to survive. It's about how these people have survived underground and them coming full circle with having to face something that they have to go back to the surface for. Dealing with all of the fears and the what-ifs. It's not just a story called Broken Darkness. It's a story about how they break the darkness. Our next movie is, and I'm not sure I'm even going to be pronouncing this right, so if I do not pronounce this correctly, please forgive me. It is a Netflix movie called Roe. It is spelled R-O-H. The entire movie is in the Malay language and it is subtitled. I just want to kind of give people the information on that. It's an indie horror art film. It's a story about a stranger that enters this forest and this forest is alive and very protective of the people in it. When this person finds a mother and children needing help, she attempts to help them and the forest intervenes. It does not want any outside interference. The forest will do anything. Almost makes you wonder. Maybe the forest is a narcissist. It's kind of hard to tell, but it just kind of feels that way a little bit. Everything the people do is monitored by the forest, and if it doesn't like it, it retaliates. I guess a good way to put it is its true nature is exposed. Our next movie is called Heart of Champions. And it's a story about a rowing team. Their coach is Coach Murphy. He sets their expectations extremely high. Possibly so much of it that it's even too much for the boys at times. It's really demanding. The coach really struggles to find the happy medium between being a coach and being a leader because true leadership is what these guys are going to need to find the courage and commitment it's going to take not only to excel at rowing, but to become the men that they're destined to be. It's a story about leadership. The title of the movie is Heart of Champions, but this truly is a story about the Heart of Champions. Our next movie is Snakehead. It is actually a movie inspired by true events set in New York City, Chinatown. The whole story goes about loyalty and survival. It's kind of a crime type saga. The powerful families in charge, those who work underneath them, and what they'll do to gain status within this community. We'll have to watch it all play out. We'll see who really becomes the one who finds their strength. Our next movie is called The Match. This one is, even just based on just the preview, this one is something that is going to touch nerves in a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. It is a true story set in 1944 about the Nazis organizing a football match between the Hungarian prisoners and an elite Nazi team to celebrate Hitler's birthday. Even in the trailer, this is so brutal and brilliantly portrayed. The whole name of the game was survival. This Nazi team was thinking, there's no way this Hungarian team is going to win. I mean, we've beaten them down. We've taken everything away from them. We've destroyed their spirit. But they give them the opportunity to play in this game. And in doing so, they, these Hungarians find hope again. In the midst of everything that was going wrong in their lives, they managed to pull off a miracle that obviously upset much of Germany and upset the Nazis and all of that because the Nazis were supposed to win this game. I mean, it was kind of the whole thing of the celebration of Hitler's birthday when, in fact, it was the Hungarians that found their hope on the field and they truly surprised the world. And I'm so thankful for the people who researched it and did this and... If you are a history buff, this is definitely one that you'll want to check out. Our next movie is Later Days. I want to preface that this is a comedy with very adult themes throughout. 
it's basically a love letter to the past. This guy decides to surprise his girlfriend with a prom, and he invites pretty much everybody they went to high school with, and it's supposed to be reminiscing about the memories and how fun it was back in the day, and then they realize exactly how horrible it all was. They're trying to relive the glory days, only to find out they weren't so glorious after all. Like I said, there's many adult situations. It's a comedy. It's Some will find it hilarious. Some will find it offensive. Like I said, it's not going to be for everybody. If you do decide to watch it, you'll likely leave laughing. Our next movie is a Showtime documentary called Attica. When I first read the title of this movie on the upcoming movies for this week, my first thought was like, Attica, Attica, Attica. I know that kind of shows my age, but trust me, that'll make more sense in a minute. This one will be available November 6th on Showtime. If it's not going to be in a theater near you, this one will be available on November 6th on Showtime. In 1971, Attica was fear. There was a five-day rebellion that exposed a lot of horrors that happened behind the walls. This documentary really goes deep into that five days and really deep into the horrors that happened there who they happened to and who was responsible and it just really dives really deep into that if you are a fan of history this is one you won't want to miss our next one is violet violet is a story about the little voice inside your head the little voice inside your head and i'm not talking about those with schizophrenia though this could technically apply to those as well violet is about that little voice inside your head It can sometimes be influenced by outside sources. It's more often influenced by our experiences in life. And sometimes in the cases of those with schizophrenia, it's something that is really difficult to explain. But what happens when that little voice inside our head dictates who we are? And what happens if we stand up to that voice and try to overcome it? That's kind of what this is about, overcoming what life has thrown at us and sometimes overcoming our own demons. Those little voices inside our head, the ones that say, no, you can't. The ones that say, why even try? The ones that say, stop. When your heart is saying, you can do this. When your heart is saying, keep trying. Sometimes we have to let our hearts outweigh our heads. Like I said, that's kind of what's happening in Violet. Sometimes these smaller movies like Violet can truly be a gem into reaching out into its audience and going, hey, you can do this. Our next movie is Joyride. Like I said, there are a lot of movies coming out this week. and This is number 15 of 20. I know we've been talking about a lot of them so far, so bear with me. Trust me, it's going to be worth it. In Joyride, it's not found footage, but almost found footage (laughs) in a sort. It's just kind of from that perspective. Close-up shots in a car and close-up shots on stage. That different perspective, but it's two comedians that are traveling together. Their animosity between them, their dark humor, their relationships between each other and between others, their performances at this club called the 40 Watt Club, and the entire story basically leaves you wondering if there's a punchline. Whether or not it delivers on that punchline remains to be seen, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. The next book we're going to talk about is called The Souvenir Part 2. I'll be honest, I've never seen the first Souvenir movie, so I looked it up to get some information. In the first Souvenir movie, it's a forbidden relationship and a first love that takes you through the who, what, where, why, and when of the relationship with the mystery behind it. It's an incredibly complicated story about a romance, but it's slow, and it's going to be more for like the artsy British romance. 
not in a Bridget Jones's diary style, but something more that kind of stands on its own. The sequel to it, which is the souvenir part two, which opens on Friday the 29th. The love that what they had before, that love is blind, but with that blindness that they struggle to find the light. Not just in that relationship, but in life. The love that was once forbidden, it, it must be felt, but not in the way you should necessarily expect. It's tough and tender in its presentation. Still a little bit slow, but it appears to have a better pace to it than the initial one did, but no promises there. When it comes down to it, the obvious isn't always so obvious. Our next movie that we're going to be talking about, it's called Cicada, but there's also been a movie that came out recently called Cicada Dark Web, and this is not that movie. This is actually a movie that is catered more to the LGBTQ community. The character comes out as bisexual and finds someone to share his life with. But before they get too deep into one another, their pasts kind of come back as it starts to come out. Things from their past start casting shadows on their future. So whether or not they can find their way past all of that, the entire story is their journey through that. Our next movie that we're going to be talking about is Keyboard Fantasies. This one is also an LGBTQ friendly movie. It is released in theaters and on digital both on October 29th. This story is about a black transgender musical genius. Now, why bother mentioning the race in it? It's because it is kind of crucial to the storyline. Not trying to be politically correct. As a matter of fact, I mean, I'm about as politically incorrect as you get. But (laughs) it's like I just tend to be more blunt than anything. And Keyboard Fantasies, it's about a black transgender musical genius. He takes the things that he's dealt with that have left scars, both physically and emotionally. And he takes those scars and it's almost like he rips them off his body and puts them down onto paper as the notes of the music that he composes. It comes alive with so much rhythm and passion that it's like each one of these scars that became these notes, it expresses something that he couldn't express any other way. And the beauty in that goes above and beyond what you might expect. If you are a friend of the LGBTQ community, or you know what, even if you're not, the story of this movie because of the the passion that is portrayed here, it's at least one worth giving a chance to. Anybody that has a passion could relate. The 20th movie that we're gonna be talking about today, last but definitely not the least, is another Netflix movie called Army of Thieves. This one is a prequel to Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. This unassuming bank teller gets kind of recruited to become part of this crew in a heist type movie. This heist that is being planned, it's just chaos. And kind of as they go through Europe trying to find their purpose, they're avoiding the authorities and just trying to carry out what they're planning, trying to carry out this heist and trying to do all of this and trying to keep it all together. And it comes across like it may be a little bit of a comedy, but it, it definitely intends more to be a type of a crime, drama, maybe a little bit of a thriller. I don't know, I'm kind of reaching on that one as you could probably tell a little bit. As you can see, we've kind of covered the gamut on the movies today. I mean, there's comedies, there's animation, there's dramas, there's love stories. There's a movie about war, pretty much everything else in between. You're going to be able to find something this week that you like, whether or not it's in the theaters near you. That might be another story as a lot of these movies are limited release. Make sure to like and subscribe for the most up-to-date movie deputy content. Talk to you soon.